Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. The decline, and it is dramatic, of the American television industry, not just news, but programming and everything else. First, I want to give you the stats. So 10 years ago, that's a good litmus test, right? CBS Network had about 12 million people on average watching it every day. About 12 million 10 years ago. Now it's got six, 50% off. NBC had 7 million people 10 years ago. Now it's got four. Fox had 7 million people. Now it's got four and a half million. ABC had 8 million 10 years ago, now it's got four. Another drop by 50%. In the morning, which is the big revenue uh, driver for these uh, corporations that own NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox. In the morning, Good Morning America had 5 million people watching it five years ago. Now it's got 3 million. Today's show had 4 million people. Now it's got 3 million. CBS Morning had 2.5 million. Now it's got about 2 million. Okay, so you see in the morning, that's coming down as well. What is going up is the age of the people watching television, all right? So it's older people, people who traditionally watch. They got the clicker in one hand, the martini in the other, and that's how they consume television, okay? But the younger people below 50, God, generally speaking. Late night is the worst. So you'll remember that 10 years ago, Jay Leno was the host of The Tonight Show. Remember that? He had three and a half million a, a night. Fallon took it over. He's got 1.3 million a night. That's a drastic drop. All right. The Late Show, David Letterman. Got three million uh, a night 10 years ago. The guy took over Colbert. has got two million a night. Kimmel on ABC. Ten years ago, uh, ABC was doing Nightline. Nightline was doing about two and a half million. Uh, now Kimmel is one million. 
and falling. He's going to fall below a million. And they just signed him. ABC just signed him. It's like when I was uh, in competitive network and cable TV, <laughs> if, you, if you went down the radio, you was whoa, you're a guy. Now, why is this important to your life? Well, let's think back to the history of American television. When it first came on the scene in the 1950s, it was the town square. So people from Seattle to Key West all had something in common. Milton Berle, Lucille Ball, Bonanza, all in a family later on. These shows everybody watched, everybody could talk about. There was a commonality in the culture. I don't want to be a pinhead here, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, show like All in the Family broke ground because it made fun of bigotry. It exposed bigotry, and then it made fun of it because of the great talents of Carol O'Connor, Archie Bunker. MASH, another one. Happy Days. Mary Tyler Moore on the women's front. So all of these programs, everybody knew about that. Can you name four? And I, don't give me Dancing with uh, the Stars or the Desert Island show. No. Can you give me an entertainment show that you believe you could talk to somebody about who lives a thousand miles away from you? Now? I, I tried to watch this new CBS show last night, East New York, because I like Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods is the only network show that I watch because the writing is good and uh, the cast is great. So I, East New York, uh, this is CBS trying to duplicate the success of Blue Bloods, but in a liberal way. So they bring in a woke precinct commander and a, and a police. It was okay. It was okay. But would I watch it again? No. There wasn't anything in there that, to use the cliche, the kids like spoke to me. I didn't care whether the commander of the precinct was liberal. I doesn't matter to me. I wanted a good story, a compelling 60-minute uh, watch. And on 60 Minutes, okay, used to be my go-to program. Every week, I watched 60 Minutes uh, when it was produced by Don Hewitt and then later Jeff Fager. And every week I would watch I didn't watch the violin things at the end with Morley Safer, the guy playing a flute, but I watched most of it. And it was good. Now I never watch it. Once they fired Fager for nothing at CBS, <laughs> they're showing, ew. And that is one of the reasons the television is in decline, the lack of talent. Talent drives this medium. Johnny Carson. I mean, Leno and Letterman were talented. I, you know, I know Fallon and Kimmel, and, and Colbert is the worst. All right, I can't even talk to him without like this. But Fallon and, and Kimmel are talented. I mean, they're not that level. They're not even close to that level. In the morning shows, they used to have people who were interesting. Now it's, hey, you know, I got some kale I want to tell you about. You know, I, really, I don't really need to know about the kale. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. 
Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the cumulative effect of this, all right, is then fracturing the culture of America. So we're no longer united by the town square of television and news. You know what happened in news. I mean, I'm on my own independent news agency, BillOReilly.com, and I thank God every day. I don't have to work for a corporation anymore because the corporations are not giving you the news straight. You know that. Everybody knows it. There's no two sides to the story. So I got two guests tonight to talk about this. Uh, you've heard me. I bloviated for six minutes and 38 seconds. So the first guy is Bernie Goldberg, and Bernie Goldberg is a news guy. He's been around forever. And the second guy is John Stossel, and he's a news guy, and he's been around forever. I don't know. I think Goldberg's a little older than Stossel, but they're both old. And they're, but they both know a lot. They know a lot because they came into it um, when it was hot. So Bernie Goldberg has won 14 Emmy Awards, 14. I have only won three. Now, there's a reason, but we don't want to get into that. He wrote a best-selling book, Bias, a CBS insider exposes how the media distorts the news. We all remember that. He was a producer correspondent for CBS News for 28 years. I, I lasted at CBS about eight months <laughs> before. I, I, I just couldn't do it. All right. But ABC, I had a much better tenure over there. And uh, he was a correspondent for Real Sports with Brian Gumbel. Remember Brian? On HBO for 22 years. So Goldberg has uh, seen it all, done it all. And here he is. So first I want you to comment on my monologue. Uh, what do you think of it? I think you're mostly right. Uh, I'm going to take issue with one point on a matter of degree, but only a matter of degree. First, let me say you watch one network show, so do I, minus Sunday night football. And if it wasn't for sports on network television, I think the ratings would be even lower. They would be. Absolutely would yeah. be. So let me, let me tell you what I agree with. Television ratings are down and they've been going down for a number of years now. Therefore, ad revenues, which are crucial, are also down. Uh, the audience that is literally, unfortunately, but literally dying off is not being replaced by younger viewers. They are going to other places. They're going to other platforms like Netflix and things like that. Uh, the future of television, as one wise guy wrote, is beyond Channel 13. It's not a growth industry. So I agree with you on all of that. But let me just take issue with degree, a uh, uh, matter of degree on one thing. Just as Mark Twain said that reports of his demise are greatly exaggerated, don't, don't plan a funeral service for ABC, NBC, or CBS anytime soon. They have millions and millions of viewers, not as many millions, as you rightly said, as not too long ago, but they still have millions of viewers. They're not winning awards. Those are going to other places. But they have enough viewers that they'll be around for a while. That's my only. All right. But what about the relevance of the viewing public? So there's no longer any commonality uh, brought to us by entertainment on the three networks. None. And you can go for Netflix. But every time I go on Netflix, there's nothing I want to watch there. I don't know. I'm difficult. I understand. I'd rather read. 
But I, I look at the stuff that's being produced. It's a lot of woke nonsense, a lot of cheap uh, stuff that doesn't teach me anything. But yeah, you're right. It's not going to go dark. You'll still be able to turn on uh, a network and then there'll be an image there. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't have any cultural impact at all. Let, let me say something that just shocks me. You, you stumbled onto a, a very smart point. I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't. But it really is a smart point that television, I think the term you used, used to be the town square. The term I've used is it used to be the National Cathedral. Uh, when John Kennedy uh, was assassinated, everybody turned to network television. They watched the same thing at the same time. That's a very valuable experience for a nation because in the absence of that, and I think this is your main point, the absence of that means we're not as cohesive as a nation as we were when television was right. either right. the town square or the national cathedral and, and brought us all together. Right. So when, when you have a balkanization of the country where there is no accepted behavioral scale, progressives want to dismantle Judeo-Christian tradition, and they've been fairly successful recently in doing that. Then you have every man and woman for themselves. That right. makes it much harder to run an effective country. But it's, but it's almost as if I don't want to blame television for this. Two major factors are contributing to what you correctly describe. One, as I said, is the viewers are getting older and when they die off, they're not being replaced. But the other, Bill, is that once upon a time, there were only three places. Television was only two and a half places, NBC, CBS, and sort of ABC. That was television. Just as once upon a time, you could only get your phone service from AT&T or you could only buy a car from Ford or Chevrolet, basically, basically. Now, it's not just NBC, ABC, and CBS and cable. There are a million other places. So the combination of older people dying off and not being replaced and the fact that we have so many more places to go, whether they're good or not, is, is another issue. I don't know any, I don't know about you, but I don't know any younger person. And I mean this literally. I, 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 know, I have kids, I speak to them. I know other younger people. None of them watch network television. None of them do. And again, that, that divides us. Um, and look, the only thing Americans have in common now, think about this, is our national holidays. Christmas, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. And, we're, and that's it. And those are controversial. Well, they're trying to tear them down. Uh, yeah. They being the progressive movement because it's love of country, love of Jesus. <gasps> Can't have that. Uh, and then, then the, the, uh, the founders who, uh, the pilgrims who came over and shot every Indian they could, according to progressives. So why are you eating turkey? I don't, I don't even know if we have Columbus Day anymore. What do they call it now? They and, have it in some places, and, Indigenous Peoples Day. And Christmas, as you've described quite accurately, that's a federal holiday, by the way, right? Yeah, U.S. Grant. And, and yet that's a controversial holiday. So, so if you're right, 
that all we have to bring us together are our national holidays. We don't even have that. We're losing that. So this is not a good thing for the American culture. You know, uh, McLuhan said that television is a vast wasteland. But before he died, he said, except for O'Reilly and Goldberg. I don't know whether you know that or not. It wasn't McLuhan. It wasn't McLuhan. It was the chairman chairman of the uh, FCC, whose name is but it wasn't well whoever it was amended it that o'reilly and goldberg were okay um but the uh, everything else was a vast wasteland but the vast wasteland and i'm going to give you the last word on this actually helped the culture we actually had something in common we loll like the fawns last word i was at a bar mitzvah with the fawns once true story (laughs) Uh, He's a good guy, Winkler. I know him. He's a good guy. Right. Uh, Whether it was Happy Days or All in the Family or MASH or Mary Tyler Moore or Huntley Brinkley or Cronkite, we had something in common. Some of those things, and those are the best. Those are the best of what we had in common. There was also my mother, the car, right? So there was... was (laughs) There was garbage on television, too, but there was there was no other place to go. So we were together. That's right. In our misery of watching Gilligan's Island, we were together. And there's something to be said for that. All right. Bernie Goldberg, everyone. He is on BernardGoldberg.com. You have to go there or he'll come to your house and you don't want that. BernardGoldberg.com. Thanks, Bernie. Appreciate it. See you, Bill. So now I want to bring in a guy who has uh, seen it all. He's not as old as Goldberg and me, but he's close. He's rapidly gaining. You know him, John Stossel, 19 Emmys, Peabody Award winner. Very impressive. Uh, Honors all over the place. In fact, the Dallas Morning News called him, quote, the most consistently thought-provoking TV reporter of our time. Apparently, the Dallas Boy News never watched me. But anyway, Stossel is a, a big name and has uh, been around a long time, and our paths have crossed many times. Um, and he operated mostly on the network level at 2020 and Good Morning America. So let's start there. Uh, your alma mater, 2020, I guess that's still on the air, right? But I don't watch it. Do you know anybody who watches it? No, and it's just stupid when I do. Why is it stupid? Because instead of covering issues that matters to me, it's the sex murder of the week. Uh, this, This silly celebrity thing. It started to change when the cable networks came because people who wanted news would go to CNN or Fox or MS and no longer get much news from the networks. Okay, so then I went into the 48 hours format of uh, crime du jour. Now, we have given the stats, they're irrefutable, that the network entertainment, the shows that used to bind us all together, the town square shows, got. Now, what we have is tribalism in this country. Each tribe does what they want or whatever. And I think it's a bad thing for America. 
Do you disagree? Well, it's good and bad. What we had before was just liberalism light for everybody, and that wasn't great. And now, at least, you can get more thoughtful stuff. But by and large, I agree with Bernie and you. Uh, it's changed. A lot of it's for the worse. And the algorithm, I would add to it, that's a big problem because I get my much of my news from my Facebook feed or my Twitter feed, and it just feeds me more of either what I already believe or what'll piss me off and get me to watch a little longer. The algorithm notices if you watch a quarter of a second longer on this or that, and it gives you more of that. And so if you're crazy and are being fed crazy conspiracy theories, you'll just get more of them and you'll believe them harder. But why have people gone away from the network programming, late night, morning, prime time, that used to be powerful programs there that people would flock to? Now there don't seem to be any more powerful programs. Is it a talent thing? What is it? We have a million choices. When I was on the network, I got 10 million viewers, about three times what you were getting on Fox, because people only had about five stations to pick from. Now we've got 500. But there's got to be something more to that. If you're good and you're uh, provocative and you're delivering a product, that's worthy, that helps people or entertains people, that finds you. But more and more, they're not even looking. Younger people don't watch the networks, you know that. Uh, they never even sample, unless they want to go dancing with the stars. Or It seems to me that this is just a collapse across the board. And the Disneys of the world, the Comcasts of the world, CBS, they know it's a collapse. It's like the last days of Pompeii. And they're just not spending a lot of money it's woke all over the place. You can't even get anything produced unless you go into a certain category. All of this is just coming in to destroy the last remnants of what once bound the country together. Well, these may be the last remnants, but they're still spending money. And there are good people who are commentators. Look, you attracted the biggest audience on cable TV for a long time because you're really good at it. If you still only got 4 million people in a country of 330 million people, and when you say in the old days everybody was watching the same stuff, it was about 30 million people out of 330 million. So it, it never was this, this big fireplace that we all sat around. I left Fox because my son convinced me yeah, the networks are dead. And this was five, six years ago. And you got millions of Twitter followers and Facebook. You don't need a network anymore. And if you want to reach young people and convince them that less government's good, Fox isn't going to help you. I mean, no, half I, of their I, ratings. I agree. The, the thing about the O'Reilly factor that, that was the driver of the power was we would do in the two runs um, five between five and six million. You'll never see that again on any cable. Um, but we also were out, all of our clips were out everywhere. So as soon as I'd say something stupid, which was pretty much every night, uh, the clip of O'Reilly saying something stupid just went all over the world. Now that happens now too. I'm more famous now than I was 
when I was at Fox because of Facebook, because everything goes out on Facebook and people don't watch the whole show, but they watch certain parts that they clickbait them in to watch. But I submit to you, Stossel, that when you and I were at ABC, we were there together and I was at CBS with Goldberg. The talent level was so much better at the network news than it is now. And Johnny Carson was a thousand times better than Jimmy Fallon. And that David Letterman was 10,000 times better than Colbert. And when you have inferior talent, then you're going to lose. And I think that's what's killed it. I think that's what's killed it. I disagree. I think you're just old and you like those old comedians more. And you don't think Carson, you think Fallon's as talented as Johnny Carson? You just sit there and tell me that? No, Fallon Good. is not. But go watch those old Carson shows or any of them. They're they're not so brilliant. It Mary wasn't Tyler that was Moore, good. For example. Mary Tyler Moore, that ensemble cast, the MASH ensemble cast, uh, even the Happy Days with uh, Winkler. It's fine. They were light years ahead in creativity and talent than what they have on now. I, I'm sorry. You, and you're right. Go look. Go compare. I think with all the choices we have on Amazon and Netflix, there's talent that equals them. You do. The ratings are I'm down shocked. because... Because you got a million choices and you're nobody wants to sit through a commercial anymore and watch a whole hour show. I'm shocked. I, I, I have sampled Netflix and all this. There's very little. I mean, I watched that thing, Peaky Blinders. There was talent there. There was talent on that show. Um, but that's, you know, I watched this other stuff. And as a kid say, it doesn't speak to me. Now, you're right. I'm old. I'm over the hill. I can't do anything anymore. I probably can't even remember. I'm kind of like Joe Biden. I'm looking for dead people. Uh, all that's probably true. But I'll tell you what, you put on you and me and our prime on ABC and our reportage, what you did and what I did. There's nobody on there now that can do that stuff. I'm sorry, there isn't. I disagree. I'm sure there is, though I can't name the people. Yeah, there one you other, go. You can't name one, Go ahead. One other difference is that with Stossel TV and these videos I send out, I do what I did in 2020. I interview people for a while or argue with them or go out and shoot things, and then I edit 90% of it out. So you only get the good stuff. The boring stuff goes. But you, then you did that brilliantly managed to do... At 2020, I did that. You did that at 2020. I mean, that's, but there's nothing wrong with that. But you're very different. You're live. You somehow managed to talk for a full hour and make it interesting. I can only do that by cutting stuff out. But I think that's an improvement. It lets me research things for a week. But the difference is, Dossel, that you were passionate about what you did, particularly as a consumer reporter. So you saw well, these crazy was, lefties are passionate about what they're doing as mindless socialists. Yeah, but there's a different motivation. You wanted to present truth to the folks. They want to overthrow the government. That's a different thing. So you can be a crazy activist or a reporter who has a drive to uncover information that helps the country. 
And you don't see much of that anymore. This cable stuff on all of them. You learn anything from that when you tune in, Stossel? Do you learn anything from those presentations? Rarely. Rarely is right. I rarely watch and I rarely learn much. But if you did learn, you would watch. If you learned stuff you didn't know, you would watch. I figure it'll come to me on my Facebook feed or my uh, Twitter account. Well, that's misguided because whatever's coming to you isn't anything that's been vetted. So you're getting raw information. There's no editor there saying, give me your two sources like it was at ABC. God help us if we made a mistake, a factual mistake when we were at ABC News. God help us. Now, hey, oh, you know, hey. You know the difference. Well, You've seen they, the deterioration. Yes, but you could make liberal mistakes at ABC, and they would let those go. They didn't consider them a mistake. I figure my Facebook friends are vetting, maybe better than the ABC lawyers were. I had, when I was doing a story on how bad rent control is, how compared to bombing a city, it's maybe worse as far as destroying the housing stock, and. The lawyers at ABC says, this can't be true. It's good for poor people. It can't hurt poor people, like you say. And they fought me tooth and nail. When Diane Sawyer and Charlie Gibson did silly environmental stories, they didn't check those. So it was sub subject to bias then, too. No, I, I can't disagree with that. I work for Dan Rather. You could see it every day with him, um, what he did. But the skill level, and this is the last question, I believe that America is the ultimate competitive capitalist society on the planet. To succeed, Sassel, you have to deliver a product the audience wants, and you have to be damn good to do it. And what's happened is the mediocrity that comes all the way down from the moguls who run Disney and Comcast and CBS and Fox the mediocrity that's accepted has killed the goose. Last word. Goose is still flapping its wings. They're still making money. I get my money from donations from viewers. Uh, there are more ways to make money now to support yourself, and that's good. And, yeah, yeah I don't like that stuff. But also, I don't just want to watch the stuff I agree with. No, I don't either. But I, I lament the lack of Town Square. Uh, the lack of quality, it has deteriorated markedly. Now, where can people find you uh, so they can give you money, Stossel? Because I want you to upgrade your wardrobe a little. You know me, I'm looking out for you. I appreciate that. Uh, JohnStossel.com is good enough. I release a new video every Tuesday. All right. And you don't compete with BillOReilly.com because we do it every day. Stossel kind of semi-retired, you know, he's a man of leisure. No, hey, I'm really working harder it. than you, but I edit. I edit the bloviating out. If I did that, I'd disappear. You would. <laughs> Stossel, thanks for helping us out. We really appreciate it.